This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Oh, Adel, are you are you doing this episode? Mm-hmm. Good luck. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> What do you what do you know that I don't know? Knock, knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Uh, hey, hey, folks. Um, do you have a moment to talk about Riddies and Puzzies? Hey, folks, do you have a moment to talk to about talk Riddies about and Riddies Puzzies, and Puzzies who? who? What? What's going on? Tra- sorry, I'm trying to sell something. Who's there? <laughs> huh? Who's there? I, uh, my name is Charles, and I'm with the local chapter of uh, Riddies and Puzzies. My name is Charles, and I'm with the local the chapter, local chapter of, Riddies of Riddies and Puzzies, and Puzzies who? who? I'm so sorry. I don't. Um, uh, when they trained me, there is no nothing in the book about this. Um, can knock, I come knock. in? Okay, let's try this. Let's try. Yeah, this. let's try this. Let's try huh? this. Knock, 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 knock. Oh, but you're in the house. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, well, you go in yeah, our you house. You go in the and house, then and we'll okay. come out. Just shut the door. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Do you want me to? Do you want me to lock it? There's no lock. <laughs> <laughs> but you should like pretend to uh, toggle uh, you, the door shut. We just make the sound. Okay. Okay. Make uh, the sound. Shouldn't not my tempo. No. Make no. the sound. Sorry. I drew a sword. Sorry, let me put that away. Shoo. Okay, and <laughs> sorry, no, I stepped on right. a walnut. Let me right, ready. Try. Uh, one more time. One more time. Lock. Knock knock. Sorry, Terry O'Quinn is in here. Lock. Yo, John we lost. Know. <laughs> ready? Knock knock. Who's there? Um, do you have a moment to talk about riddies and puzzies? That's that's my line. Aaron, do you want to go with dinner? Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> Don't leave me in here. We got rid of that house. There's that we kids in here. There's John kids Locke. in here. Good thing that house is haunted. Yeah, ghost kids. That house is haunted as f. You're haunted and in I'm our Aaron hour, Keith. <laughs> And JPC. And this is your local chapter of Riddies and Puzzies, the podcast. Hey, Riddle Riddle. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is we are three hosts who do improv, and we try and solve riddles and puzzles. And along the way, we call for improvised scenes. Does that sound fun? Should we start saying wow, that we you, are? That was a real description. Former Chicago improvisers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Current Chicago former improvisers. <laughs> we are three currently <laughs> Chicago former improvisers. We are four men improvisers. Is we what are three most... men and a little baby. <laughs> I'm actually so glad that uh, what this podcast is about came up because this weekend. Um, uh, Sean and I socially distanced, talked to his uncle, and uh, he asked me what my podcast was about. And I went, um, it's about riddles. <laughs> and then Sean cried laughing and then had to take over. And I decided that hell is someone trying to describe what this podcast is. 
I, someone who doesn't listen to podcasts. For the last five years, anytime I get an Uber or I sit next to someone on an airplane or whatever that might be, and someone's like, what do you do? I'll just make something up or I'll just say like I do I'm a creative writer or something just because I found that anytime I say I'm a podcaster people are like oh okay well I guess tell me your podcast like it's a fucking chore what and then what? I'm like eh, it's hello from the magic tavern and they're like that sounds fun what's the premise and I say it in their eyes glaze over I, or hey riddle riddle and they're just like okay what's another what's another profession <laughs> that people would be embarrassed to be successful in um, like murder <laughs> chef at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, well, I mean like I'm, I'm trying to think of like what, what, yeah, what it would take to be truly successful. Like if you're the, the head chef at Chuck E. Cheese, I don't know what head mm-hmm. chef means. Like <laughs> at a Chuck E. Cheese, chef of course they don't cuisine. have what like, job yeah. fires clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, we're not doing uh, riddles yet. We'll we'll do riddles in a minute. We do like uh, ten minutes of bullshit first. I, I guess I guess a circus arsonist. <laughs> wow, it's, it's 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 wild to me that I said job and you guys listed seven things that no one would pay money for. Oh no, that Chef at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh no, that arsonist. that one that one car at the circus exploded. I guess we go have to go talk to thirty eight different wives. I. I <laughs> <laughs> That's so dark. I, I'm just trying also, to be how like. How dare you assume? Well, I guess some of the clowns. Actually, you know what? That's on me because some of the clowns could be women and they're they have wives. That the, you that, know that, I, that the clown was a woman. I I will say I'm just speaking from. Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong. The clown was a woman. I'm just. They left behind a wife. I'm just speaking purely from experience. When something that funny happens, we all have to sit for 40 minutes and pray about it. Someone described the podcast. They tweeted at us that the podcast is um, uh, JPC and Adel uh, going as fast as possible and Aaron saying, hold on, stop, (laughs) shut everything down. Something (laughs) just happened that we all have to acknowledge. Which I don't understand because if you want to laugh at something, you laugh at something. But That's I don't. True. But to to stop and say we all have to laugh at this. No, no, no. <laughs> Seems no, no. like homework. If I want to laugh at something, <laughs> I write a poem about it in my head that I can reference later, and that's how I, <laughs> how I collect memories. I also love a compliment that uh, calls me slower than the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> sort of love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Adel, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say I'm just going purely from my childhood experience, which is I have never in my life seen a female clown. Or a, I guess a non-male clown. Oh, a lady clown. I've seen some lady clowns. Are they called how... lowns? No, they just make me a little less sad for some reason. Then. Are they called clades? When was the last time you saw a clown like IRL? I, I don't know that I've ever seen like an actual clown. Oh, every time I record this podcast over here. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at two fucking clowns. clowns right now. JPC's uh. clown ass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, that's pretty good. I walked right Spe- into a pretty good speaking of Speaking of clowns, in the last week, uh, Gemma and I have had a bit of a fight because I, j- just because I was loopy and being dumb, I started calling brisket Bongo, okay. which sounds like a clown name. So I'd just be like, Bongo, here Bongo. Or I'd be like, Papa loves Bongo and like dance well, with him. that's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? You can't just change his name a year into us owning him. I was like, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's a bongo. And then I started yelling bongo at him, and he would look up at me, and I'm like, see, he loves bongo. 
I think so th- that you can call your animal whatever you feel in that moment. Thank you. So and if I they're think confused, they're confused. So let's go around and let's say our um, clown names. My clown name would be Bongo. My or, clown name would be JPC. I was uh-huh. going to say also it would I'd still be JPC, um, but it would stand for just performance clown. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy pants clown. Didn't we have a Clang the clown clown? Uh, that was episode? on the kid-friendly episode. On oh, the kid-friendly episode, yeah. that's right. Because was... Clang the Clown was like a murderer or something. And we something weren't supposed to say to talk about, about that kid-friendly episode. I came in with that idea into Adel and JPC. I was like, and we're, the joke is not even that we get close to the line. And these two dum-dums, like the veins in their heads were no, popping no, 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 out no. the entire time. Clang the Clown is not on me. That was all Adel. <laughs> I'm just saying, Clang the Clown I, was Casey a murderer. and I had to go back through and I had to be like, uh yeah, this is, we had to be like we had to cut so much stuff out of that episode because we can't help but be disgusting. If I can defend myself for just a second, sure. Clang the Clown famously only kills people over twenty five. <laughs> so it, he's still that's still kid people's friendly. parents. He's Adel. kid he's kid tested, mother approved. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning he he'll fuck your mom. Clang the clown, you silly oh, goose. Clang the clown. Clang the clown, you incorrigible scamp. Get out of here. I, uh, I also, all this week around the house, um, just because we watched Hamilton recently, anytime there's something where it's like, uh, it's your turn to do the dishes, or can you take the trash out? Uh, So Gemma will be like, it's your turn to do the dishes. And in my best Lin-Manuel Miranda overacting voice, I'll go, I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fun. And you can have that at home. Uh, Listeners, that's yours now. I know, I know, I know, I know. Eliza, rise up. (laughs) A Hamilton thing that I do with my pet is every time any one of us gets up to go to uh, the kitchen, uh, Spaghetti thinks that we are going to the back door to let her outside. Um, And so I like to turn to her and go, I'm not here for you. (laughs) (laughs) And then she starts singing Eliza's part. (laughs) Um, I saw your lovely girlfriend yesterday, JPC. Oh, she did tell me to mention this. So... I guess I have to mention uh, right up top, Aaron, what happened between you and Mariah in this week's D&D game? Well, I'm not saying that we fell in love, but I'm also, I am saying that we held hands for a while and she kissed my hand at one point. Wow. That's that's what she said as well. She also said that uh, in the D&D game, Sean's character decided that he was in love with your character. (laughs) And you kept doing mean things to him. <laughs> yeah. it was, we were just sort of working things out over the DD. We were in completely two different rooms, and he was—he's like I was a bad guy. I, I yeah, came you were in as like a one one time antagonist. I was a, I was a villain uh, wizard called uh, Moon Laguardia, and uh, my middle name was Midway. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on! Everyone, stop! We have to—we have to appreciate this. Uh, well, that name is thanks to. Um, uh, me talking to Ray Glass about funny wizard names. So please give Ray Glass all the credit for that. But, uh, Lagardio Liviosa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Sean was, is like this uh, guy who can turn into a rat. And he was technically on their side, but met me and fell in love with me and started helping me. And I didn't, I didn't care at all. And we he wanted that, to hold my hand, but I held Mariah's hand instead. We call that metagaming. And in my games, it's strongly frowned upon. <laughs> Aaron we actually had... play D&D to have not have fun, but we actually play <laughs> D&D to have actual rules, please. I'm in a game with JPC, and, and I can confirm he does not allow for fun. Well, nips it, he nips it in the bud. That's not Having fun with friends is not about fun. 
Yeah. Aaron, have you I'll always been in this D&D game or did you join recently? I'm never, I came, uh, Paul, uh, my friend Paul runs it and he invited me to do a like one time only guest role. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big D&D player, but uh, Sean's in it, Mariah's in it and a lot of my best friends are in it. So I showed up just once and it was really fun. And then Sean, um, uh, kissed me in the game and actually ran in and tried to kiss me and I thought a murderer was coming. <laughs> I, I like get... it didn't register to me that was happening and I was like, ah! um, JPC, I'll, I will send an email about it or something later. But Zach Reno reached out and wants to play some D and D, so I think he might be doing a guest spot in our game. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, please. Oh, yeah, that's so have cool. Aaron, do you can, want to join? Speaking of clowns, can you tell him that I remember him as the clown on Dorm Life and that I loved it and I wish I had mentioned it to him. We must. He listens, so he'll hear it. No, he I liked a tweet. No. He liked a tweet of mine the other day, so he must listen. I want to maintain my friendship with him, so I won't uh, mention that, Aaron. Okay, well, uh, that's Speaking fine. of maintaining friendships, let's get into our episode. So I thought to start us off with- Oh, wait. Some... But, but, uh, I, canonically, I have to cut you off because I have one more thing to say. I also uh, meant to say that um, Mariah can hear me when we recorded this episode, since we're oh, all yeah. in lockdown together. Um, and uh, there was a review crew episode, uh, join the Patreon, um, that she heard me talking about a moo, and so she did buy me a moo. Uh, it's a little uh, 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 too heavy. Um, it's not like perfect and airy and breezy, but it is very like nice and breezy. So I have been wearing the Moo Moo around. We're actually trading on and off of it. But she was playing D and D in the, the office, and so she was on a Zoom call. And I told her because it happened twice. I was like, my favorite thing about listening to you on uh, like Zoom calls, not work calls, like that where you're having fun with your friends, is you do uh, what I like to call a Lucille Bluth. Which in uh, Arrested Development, when Lucille uh, would be surprised by uh, Jean Parmesan, the private eye, who is like the worst private eye ever, she would go, ah, Jean! <laughs> and Mariah oh, yeah. does like a, ah! <laughs> when she's surprised by something in D and D, and every time she did it, I thought she, I thought like Jean Parmesan was in this office, like, <laughs> popping out of the wall. He might be. I don't know. He was Fantastic. in our D and D game, so that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm Maybe, sorry, Adel. or it could have been Larry Manchego. Adel, um, <laughs> are we really married to riddles? Like we're married um, to them? We're we're engaged. Okay. So we've made a promise. Mm-hmm. We can oh, we can break it off. Oh, good luck. I'm actually I'm I I've come around. I'm loving riddles. It's a fun podcast idea, and I want to be on it for another year. Aaron, can you go another 95 episodes, and then we'll and then we'll talk about something else. Yeah, and then just send me off into a canoe, just with no paddle, just kick <laughs> I, it off, and I'll I make love, my way. I'd love to put you in a canoe and push it, push it off, and then fire like a flaming arrow, and you're just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> That's hey, not stop! What I stop! I'm still alive! Please stop! What are you doing?" Oh man! This isn't a Viking funeral. Adel, I will give you a thousand dollars if you could hit Aaron's canoe with a flaming arrow first try. I'll give you one thousand dollars. What if he does though? Then I, I'll, I have to pay him. <laughs> We okay, have to start. Ready. We have to open a bar called the Flaming Arrow. <laughs> we're um, ready, we're ready, ready. All right. So for the warm ups, I thought to do something. This is a fun warm up segment that I'm going to call. What am I going to call this? I'm going to call this slogans run, or it, I could also call it slogan fizz. Slogans and run sounds like a roller coaster. Oh, I good. We'll we'll stick with slogans run. So what it is is I'm going to say a few slogans from okay. the last 100 years or so, and you have to tell me <laughs> what the what the product is that the slogan is for if this is a slogan from 1931 i'm fucked i have no context for what a slogan was <laughs> so we know uh just do it of course is the slogan for nike, nike. yep and um and i, I love burnt me- all of my nikes when colin kaepernick started uh. kneeling <laughs> 
Um, I hated how peaceful and respectful that was. <laughs> and uh, ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Of course, is a slogan for McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> yep. No, Aaron got it. Premarital sex. <laughs> uh. <laughs> premarital. The, the next time you have premarital sex, you, you, when you when you climax, you have to say ba da ba ba ba. You know what's so funny about that is the idea of premarital sex having like a PR team. <laughs> How can we? You have to say, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I came and you. This is alienating to all of our married listeners who will most likely never have premarital sex ever again. At GPC, I told you, I don't believe in alienating listeners. Now, you can believe in whatever you want, Mark Hoppus or whatever guy. <laughs> Mark Hoppus. <laughs> Mark Hoppus. But I don't believe in alienating our listeners. I, I think, think alienating listeners exists. No, I don't think that's true. There might be like bacteria in our listeners I've somewhere. seen the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. The King of Beers. Uh, Budweiser. Budweiser? That is Budweiser. Okay. Oh, yeah. How about I'd walk a mile for a camel? Uh, camel the pretenders. Cigarettes? It's for cam- <laughs> it's for camel cigarettes. When you care, when you care enough to send the very best. Hallmark cards. That is I was Hallmark. I, I legit did not know <laughs> that. I was gonna jingle? I was gonna say Western Union. <laughs> Hallmark cards jingle is just a scary like orphan going. Hallmark. It, it sounded card. like a, it sounded like Plomp's theme. Oh, yeah. Plomp's advice. Uh, I do want to see, see a scene. Um, JPC, you're an ad exec, and you're trying to. Yes. Uh, it's the eleventh hour, and you have a jingle or slogan due tomorrow for some company. You have uh, zero creativity. So what you've done is you've hired Aaron, uh, who is a poor little orphan. You've given her some hot soup in, re- in exchange for her talents, and you're pressing her to come up with your thing. Thank you for the soup, sir. Please have as much as you want. We have pretty much every flavor of uh, Progresso. We have their light collection. We have their chowders. Uh, and I just want you to get into a Progresso mood and a Progresso mindset. Thank you. Did and you know anything- that I didn't have a British accent until my parents died? Oof. I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, okay, I don't even <laughs> know any happened. personal <laughs> details. The personal detail stuff is uh, not All right. too interested in. That's soup. It's hot soup. It's good soup. And I, what does the soup make you think of? Because uh, we need a, we need something that pops for the All soup. Right. What I'll, sells I'll riff you on, on it. I'll riff on it. Good. This, you don't this, riff. Yeah. This soup feels good like a parent's hug. <laughs> this. What, oh, that, okay. No? Okay. Can, You're shaking I'll, your head. I'll pause you. I'll pause you. Uh, because that's great. That sounds more like something like from the musical Annie or something. Uh, okay. We, okay. 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 Maybe, maybe I'll, just I'll take a stab again. at something not orphan related. Maybe just okay. like the the emotional, what the mm. soup makes you think of emotionally. The soup makes me feel warm, like when I had the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're shaking your head again. No, yeah, I don't oh, think no. that's not, not the direction that we definitely don't want to go in that direction. We don't want to make people mm. feel sad. We want to make them feel like full of soup. <laughs> uh, Dan, so come on in here. I saw your pitch. Sure. I saw the um, the new ad that you came up with, uh, with which is. Progress, uh, Progresso soup. Soup so good, you won't miss your parents. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I thought about how a better slogan would be like, just like mom used to make. And then I thought about how my mom has passed on. And then I got really sad. And then I wanted to make everyone else sad because the soup makes you happy. Soup makes you happy is a better one. Uh, can I resubmit uh, or it, can I? Is it my turn to sing the jingle? 
Kyle, come uh, on. Oh, who, who's this? Who's are this? you familiar with the movie Big Daddy and the plot to said movie? <laughs> of course. Big Daddy, of course, starring um, that kid from Riverdale at a much tinier version. I think it was kind of starring John Stewart. It was really his little breakout. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, how about A Diamond is Forever? Mm, uh, baseball. <laughs> You're right. It's for James Bond. <laughs> a Diamond is Forever. Do you remember these commercials where uh, it'd be like, Beers. It's for De Beers. Yeah. It was like two shadows and it'd be like, dun, 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 dun. And it was uh, A Diamond Every is Forever. Every kiss begins with K. De Beers. I always thought it'd be funny to see two shadow figures, and they're both doing the Wakanda uh, sim- like gesture with their hands, and it says Wakandas are forever. I was um, just saying today, just today, I was saying I've never been in a Tiffany's, and I don't think I'll ever go in one again. Or ever. I mean, not again. Aaron, the next mm-hmm. time we're in New York, we are going to have lunch at Tiffany's, like just like but the song. I said, what about <laughs> breakfast at Tiffany's? No, no. Oh, lunch. okay, fine. Uh, let's do a few more of these. How about we try harder? UPS. This is, a, this is of course, the slogan for JVC uh, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Does that we, slogan- We try did, harder. Are you missing the word sorry? Sorry. sorry we, try we try harder. harder. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think this is for? Ford trucks. Uh, close. This is for Avis Rental. How about oh. the slogan, think small? Marital uh, sex. <laughs> JPC's brain? Wow, he didn't even realize he was roasting himself. Fuck! Um, JPC, do you know it? What it thinks small? Mm Mm-hmm. What would be good small? Airplane peanuts. Airplane peanuts. Uh, Think small. I don't know this one. Think small. Mm. Oh, uh, season four of Smallville. Exactly. This is the tagline for that Matt Damon movie. Uh, Think small is the tagline for Volkswagen. Oh, that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, she, it, it should be a, don't think about that uh, emissions fuel <laughs> fiasco that we had where we were just lying to people about how green our cars are. Uh, how about the Uncola? What? Pepsi? Pepsi. The Uncola. You think Pepsi's an Uncola? Okay, fine. Sprite. <laughs> uh, Closer. Okay, fine. LaCroix? No, further away. You so when I said when you said Sprite and I said very close. Seven you up. Think, there you go. Remember the seven commercials up. that were Seven Up Yours? Make, make Seven Up Yours. Make seven yeah. Up Yours. Pretty With popular. Orlando Jones, I believe, was in those commercials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So an uncola is uh, also an uncle who dr- is drinking a pina colada. Um, <laughs> how about Impossible? If you like making love at midnight <laughs> no. and ruining weddings, Gary, uncle go to bed. <laughs> How about impossible is nothing? Uh, impossible meat. Um, sports. No, is that Beyond Beef's uh, slogan? I would love that. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> you're you're right. You're on the right path with sports. Is it the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> impossible is nothing. Uh, Adidas. It is. Adidas. Whoa. Whoa. Holy shit! Where'd you pull that out of? My ass. <laughs> 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 is that a cur- is that currently Adidas or is that something they've used in the past? I have you no know? idea. I, I don't th- I don't think I know any other shoe brand except for Nike. I mean, Nike had just do it, and I don't think that Adidas ever captured me with anything as popular or as well known as that. Adidas, I don't think. Come on, just one pair. <laughs> I do. I like Adidas. I I I have a lot of Adidas uh, shoes. I, they. 
for whatever reason, like I guess my feet are a little wider and Nike shoes have always felt like very constricting and the shoes that I have have not. And uh, you said your feet are wide. Weren't you in a sketch group called the widest kids, you know? Is that fun? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) And see. Did, uh, there was a time and if I, I was in a sketch show called the whitest kids you know people would see my skinny ass and be like oh what is this a joke and I'd be like uh, don't worry about it guys I please don't make fun of, just let me go <laughs> <laughs> um, I, again I'm older than you guys but there was a time where everyone I knew uh, was obsessed with Fila do you ever own any Fila brand stuff Fila no. F-I-L-A no no I didn't okay. I don't think so I think it was Someone around the time will. It was no. around the time Grant Hill was drafted into the NBA by the Pistons, and he signed with, because up until then, everybody was either Adidas or Nike, and he was like, I'm going with Fila, and he was like the number one pick, so I think Fila had like its moment in the sun. I uh, I, dif- I definitely bought a pair of Pumas one time, because someone else had Pumas, and I was like, oh, those are cool. This was in like high school, mm-hmm. and they were like all leather, and they were the squeakiest fucking shoes, like... Just sitting down, they would be. If I like moved my foot, they would just go. And I was like, I think you had a mouse in your shoe. Honestly, I was like, I was like, I'll never fucking own another pair of these shoes. They they say like that people make these snap decisions about how brand loyal they are. And truly, I bought one pair of, and they were probably just like I shouldn't have bought that type of shoe, but or I didn't treat them correctly. But I'll never buy another pair of Pumas because of how squeaky those shoes were. I hate to ask this, but. Did you forget to oil your shoes? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I've you know, done. I get, I'm not going to fall Oz, for this again. The tin Man gets like the oiled up. You're supposed to do that to your shoes every day. You know the Tin I, Man wore. Uh, tin Man wore. Uh, what are Pumas? we talking about? Pumas. <laughs> I fell for this once. Adel, Adel sold me these beautiful new clothes, and he said these are new clothes. They're the height of fashion. Mm-hmm. Everyone will love them. I said I can't see them, and he said that is. The, the point. Thing. And then you were naked all over town. Those are um, airwalks, my I man. I don't know if you know this, but all four characters in Wizard of Oz represent different uh, shoe brands. What? What are All they? four characters in Wizard of Oz? All the four main ones. Okay, gotcha. I got to so... see a scene. I got to see a scene. Uh, Aaron, you are Dorothy. Um, uh, JPC, you are the Tin Man. Or okay. you can be whatever other character you want. Toto. And I might enter as well. And um, this is a new Wizard of Oz no, this is the old Wizard of Oz, but um, these are the deleted scenes where they were um, having to push super hard for different mm-hmm. brands in order to fund the movie. Oh, Toto, maybe I shouldn't have stolen these Louboutin heels from that woman <laughs> who had her a house following her. Oh, Toto, what are we going to do? Did someone say house? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Oh, a State Farm representative. We're going to be okay, Toto. Uh, hold the line. <laughs> Love okay, isn't Toto. always on time. A State Farm representative, I came to this awful place that's so, so colorful. How do I get home? Well, uh, I guess first what I have to ask is, is it in you? Gatorade. Yes, of course. I drank Gatorade, and that's keeping my electrolytes up as I go through Oz. Oh, good. Also, everybody loves a little bump cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, it's too dark for me to talk about cocaine, so that you keep doing that. 
Um, not going to have Judy Garland talk about cocaine because uh, people kept drugging her and it was horrible. She lived a horrible early existence because studio executives kept drugging her. But what, what other things? Oh, that's too dark for you? right now. If it's too dark for you, we'll leave the light we on. We love the meats. We love the meats. <laughs> we love meat. Toto? Arby's. Uh, I bless the rains Same. down in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Bark, bark, Pepsi. Um, let's do one more. How about the tagline uh, or slogan, hello, boys? Hello, boys? Hello, boys. That's a that's a, that's a a slogan for a product? That's a slogan for a product. Have you, I, I urge you to, and I urge any listeners to listen to, just because I brought it up, um, listen to, there's outtakes for when Michael Jordan did his first Gatorade campaign where he has to say, Gatorade, is it in you? And he goes oh, through yeah. like 50 different versions and he can't get it right because he, he keeps- the inflection right. He'll say like, Gatorade, is it in you? And they're like, great, Michael, just do it one more time. He goes, okay, Gatorade, is it in you? And they're like, okay, just a little more natural. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's like me. It's amazing, it's on YouTube, look that up, it, it'll make hello, you laugh. Hello boys, is this Trojan condoms? <laughs> Hello, boys. It was the tagline for Wonder Bra. I don't think that's still a thing. Why? Ew. Hello no. Boys. I don't wear bras for boys. <laughs> I wear uh, them for my back. We're advertising for bras, and who buys bras? Men for their mistresses. <laughs> it's 1951, and I'm in charge forever. <laughs> Stroke. Also, if I, I'm pretty sure that Wonder Bras are not like super sexy bras. I think they're like used for function hmm. but i don't know i don't know anything functional uh, okay adel i've got one for you uh what's this from hello bread <laughs> okay hello bread um mustard grape upon that is for wonder bread <laughs> Ooh, i love michael shabon um <laughs> let's do let's get uh one main riddle in here and then we'll take a break um so i'm gonna read you a Thank situation God I'm parched <laughs> I'm going to read you a situation, and then you have to let me know uh, what I want to know here. Make sense? Good. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for JPC. That can't possibly make sense. Fucking riddle works. Nina finishes getting dressed and enters a crowded room. Even though Nina is neither a government agent nor a criminal, every move is monitored by the room full of people. Some are taking notes while others are photographing her. Nina doesn't smile and doesn't talk to a single person. She isn't frightened, but she knows she'll be in trouble if she doesn't leave the room within two minutes. Flashing lights, 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 lights. Where is Nina and what is her occupation? She's a model and she's walking down the runway. She's at a wedding and she's a professional wife. (laughs) (laughs) Professional wife. I love people Um, taking notes as some bride is walking down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) Too tall, too tall. What's too tall for Jeffrey? (laughs) Yes. Not the right height difference between the two of them, yes. He's a short, short man. He can't marry a tall, tall woman like that. Don't want no short, short man. Uh, Aaron, you got it exactly right. Nina is on the catwalk at a fashion show. She is a model. I thought this was a pretty good uh, misdirection, but Aaron, I like it. you got it immediately. Wait, what was the misdirection? Well, it's just that it's like a woman enters a crowded room. Uh, people are watching her every move. They're taking notes and taking photographs. She doesn't smile. She has to leave her room. It just sounds like it's something weird or suspicious or like ominous. Uh, okay. 
Was what I, I think thought. They, I think they could have fucked with us if they said that it was a man and like done mm. some like gender um, like reversal. Be like, you know, male model, Derek Zoolander. Women's can't turn left. be clowns and men's <laughs> can be models. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take that to the bank and then say, I don't know why I brought this to you. <laughs> we can't cash this. <laughs> I could be a model. Look. Aaron, I want to see one more scene. Aaron's collarbone just shot out of her mouth. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) yikes! Call nine one one, please. Um, I want to see one more scene before we go to break. Aaron, you are going to be a model. Um, JPC and I are going to be at the um, what do you call it? Just a show, I guess. When they fashion show, fashion show. And Aaron, you are modeling something that doesn't typically get modeled, and you're and you're going about it in a very interesting way. Mm. Oh, here we go! I, I think it's starting. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be the hottest show of the season. As you can see, I'm the first woman ever to model a live octopus. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> uh. Oh! Oh! Huh? Wow. Uh-uh. Oh. Uh. Hmm. Should someone tell her that's a blowfish? Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Ow. Yes. Mmm. Why? She keeps dropping it and stepping on it. Why is she? Why is it hot? Should it be hot? Oh. You know what? It looks like she has a cooked piece of fish with her as well. Why is she saying lights? And that's pose. I mean, traditionally, she shouldn't really be talking much at all. Here it comes. She said pose, but all she did was pull out her phone and turn on FX's Billy Porter (laughs) hit show, Pose. The category is wearing fish. Scene. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the category is we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Riddies and Puzzles. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Casey, cut that out. Keep it in. Casey, be like Dave Coulier. Cut that out. Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. A dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, abs- no. And honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could did you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have. Pops up into the frame immediately. If you like, I bought my mom a frame. I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi Fi connected digital picture frames and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Uh, yeah, people can I can actually see that. see that sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. It's perfect for Mother's mm. Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to I want her to see this stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um, you know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame, and the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, 
which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray, your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, you know no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay mm-hmm. if I start? Whenever with, you're okay. ready. Henson shaving! You better shave your hair! How was that? It's pretty good. I, it's, okay. It was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great! Because the 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 call, my call said yacht rock. I mean, that's why they, that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS International Space Station and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay. Now I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, international space. I'll give you a, I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel, if that's okay. Perfect. Okay. You gotta shave in space. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it, and our uh, aliens don't buy our product. So that's um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JBC razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem; it's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach, and so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, Hanson shaving, shaving at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do we think? That was actually pretty good. This is more of a Elvis. Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the fifties, I want to say mm-hmm. Henson Razors works with standard dual edge blades to give you the old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about three to five dollars per year to replace the blades. Just like in the nineteen fifties when razors were like three to five dollars a year. And now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. And Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient sucked book of in. evil. To an ancient book of evil, yeah. So she's and not gonna She's be in a world we can't even us. begin to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash riddle to pick the razor for you and use code riddle and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g.com slash riddle and use code riddle. Okay, 100 free blades. Let me just do uh, yeah, another. Whenever you're ready. Another jingle? Okay, 100 free blades. He's the black hunter of vampires, and there's a hundred of him. Henson shaving! 100 free blades! So is it like Blade siblings, or he he got cloned, or... I don't quite know how it works. (laughs) This show is brought to you by Helix Sleep. You know what? All of this... All of this... 
trying to get Aaron out of this uh, ancient evil book that she's been sucked into has really drained me, Adel. And I think it's time for us to just take a little nap. And what better way to do it than on our Helix Sleep mattresses? Oh, Helix Sleep is the saving grace in my life right mm-hmm. now. I'm so stressed. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd be able to sleep. But because of my Helix Sleep mattress, I sleep like a baby, even though Aaron's, you know, somewhere in the dark abyss of uh, the uh, book. Uh, and we don't her. know. We don't know what's in the book. We just know that it's a book. We don't know that she doesn't have a Helix Sleep mattress in there. We don't know that inside of the book you can't take the Helix Sleep quiz, which I did. Right. And I got matched with a Midnight Lux mattress, which is one of the best night's sleep I've ever had on this mattress. It's, it's such a relaxing sleep. And we don't know that that's not what Aaron's experiencing in the book that she got sucked into. Yes, and we realize everybody's unique mm-hmm. and everyone sleeps differently. You know, Aaron sleeps inside of a book. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I know me, Gemma, our cats, mm-hmm. we all lay on this bed and we all just zonk. We're all just so comfortable. Yeah. Plus, it's shipped straight to your door free of charge, and you get a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Plus, models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side, models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions, plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if there were to be a mattress that helps you sleep in the abyss of the book that you're trapped into, I think Helix would be a strong contender for making that mattress, which they don't currently, I do have to say. Yeah, and we should say their um, sort of booklet that comes with the mattress, if you open that, you're totally fine. You're not going to, it's not going to put you in a new sort of- The book uh, that Aaron got sucked into was over 100 years old. So yes, Helix we, hasn't been around as a company for that long. Not to knock them, but I mean, like a lot of companies yeah, haven't been around for over 100 they're, years. They're going to be. And that's they because they certainly will. That's because they're doing such things as offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash riddle and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And don't touch 100 year old books. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back. Let's get into some more Rudies and Puzzies. Here we go. Susie is driving outside in an open space. Her speed is over 100 miles per hour. There are people standing all around her remarking on her fast driving. She isn't concerned that she will hit anyone, and no one is concerned about being run over, although some are standing within a few feet of her. Where is Susie, and why aren't people worried about being hit? She's on the Autobahn, my man. Susie is German, and she drives fast on the Autobahn. Autobahn. Race car? That's what I said. Aaron, what's that? <laughs> I know, race car. You just you just spouting off palindromes? Yeah. A man, Go a hang a salami, a, a, I'm a lasagna I would hog. like to see a scene. <laughs> I would like to see a scene. Um, uh-huh. uh, Adel, you are a race car driver, and you're in the middle of a race. Uh JPC, you're the head of his pit crew, and while uh, his like car is getting like changed over, uh, you really want to just like have a conversation with Adel, and you're not really reading the room that he's trying to uh, uh, finish the race. Gotcha. Yeah, going so fast. I'm going so fucking fast. Oh hey, yeah. Um, oh, so the oh. guys are oh, so. the guys are fixing everything up. It'll be about forty seconds, forty-one seconds. Okay, so okay. We're getting a little faster. Good, 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 good. Let's go. Let's How go. Let's go. Is your day? Um, good, good, great, good. Do you need anything in the car? No, no, no. I got snacks. I got drinks. Oh, sorry. What kind of snacks? Um, do you have I've puppy got, chow? 
Do you have puppy I chow? Got, I just have Pringles. Okay. But I got no, a lot of fine. different flavors. No, I got pizza fine. Pringles. I gotta, they don't uh, even make those No, anymore. I gotta go. I gotta go. Do, do you need a pee bag? What's that? Do you need a pee bag? <laughs> I don't do want drugs. A, no, 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 no. Do you need a Is that bag? like a dime bag? No, if you have to pee in the car, do you need a pee bag? Because I have bags. I can give you a pee bag. No, I don't need a pee bag. I, racers just either hold it or piss their pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's learning something new today. Hold it or piss their pants. Okay, wow. Jeremy, can you take off the jack? I gotta go. Can I be honest? TBH, I could not hold it that long. I got a, I got a tiny little bladder. You're not supposed to. A, say, you're not supposed to say, "Can I be honest?" TBH. That's redundancy. TBH. I gotta did go. Not know that. I gotta okay. go. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, you have to go. Hold All right, on. TNT Ooh. characters, welcome. I gotta go. We do not have the wheels, guys. You bet. <laughs> what? On backwards. We're trying the best we can. Come on, guys, faster. I'm <sighs> so sorry about this. I'm so sorry about this. Let's go, let's go. I'm losing. What color would you say your eyebrows are? Because I get that your <sighs> hair is auburn. What color are your eyebrows? What color would you say that is? Dark brown. Why don't we say, no, I gotta no, no, go. let's, I gotta, let's please, say it on three. Please. All right, I'm I'll gonna... say what I guess, you say what <sighs> you guess. One, two, three, dark, dark brown. brown. Whoa. Well, I said we it vibing? earlier. No, this I is said crazy. it earlier. And we have a winner. Oh, fuck. Germany. Oh, Germany. Germany. Germany won? Germany won. <laughs> Germany. <laughs> Jeremy, Germany. He is fast. <sighs> Rusty Wallace loses again to Germany. Rusty, what are we doing for dinner? Chilies or... We're not going to dinner. We're not? Scene. <laughs> are we five? <laughs> I loved that scene so much. JBC, you really had the energy of like a party host when you show up and they're already like a little bit buzzed. <laughs> they're like, I got snacks, I got drinks, you got Pringles. I got snacks, wow, I got Eric, drinks, are we vibing? Aaron just told me I sat drunk at work and I was like, compliment city. <laughs> <laughs> um. So where is Susie and why aren't people worried about being hit while she's driving? Again, Susie is driving outside. Out in the open, her speed is over 100 miles per hour. People are remarking on her fast driving, but she isn't concerned she'll hit anyone, and nobody is concerned about being hit. And it's not its not as Aaron says it is? It is not a NASCAR event? It's not a NASCAR event. Um, and again, some people Roller are standing... Coaster. Some people are standing within a few feet of her. So, you know, could be even like three feet, four feet. Roller coaster, go-karts, airplanes. Is Susie... Is Susie... <laughs> Is Susie at work? Is she is she doing her job at this time, or is this a leisure activity? Um, it could be someone's job, but I believe I'm most likely this is a leisure or leisure. Is she and she's in a car. She's driving. She's driving. <gasps> is, oh, she, she's is she? Is she a train? Driving. Is she a train conductor? <laughs> Are there people on the train with Susie? Uh, Aaron got it. She is at a golf tournament. People aren't worried because Susie is hitting a golf ball. An action known as driving. Women's be golfing. Women's be golfing. I want to see a scene. Aaron, you're about to tee off at the first ever Aaron Keefe Grand Prix golf tournament. I don't know what golf tournaments sure, are called. Yeah. And uh, let's have JPC do it, actually. Um, so Because I want Aaron in the booth with me. So, okay. JPC, you're about to um, hit a tee off at the first ever Aaron Keefe Classic. And, Aaron, you and I are in the announcer's booth. It's a beautiful day here. Beautiful day. We see um, some happy little clouds over here and a nice, comfy little tree that's just going to come out here. A few branches. And he's teeing up. Oh, and okay. it looks like he's about to sneeze. Uh, three wood. Oh. Give me and one second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, he's looking up at the light to make sure the sneeze comes okay. out. Oh, maybe not. Oh, maybe his, he doesn't have to sneeze. Uh, his uh, caddy uh, tried to scare him. Oh, he does have to sneeze again. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Ah, ah, ah. 
And he's teeing up, meaning okay. he's putting his shirt back on, and he's ready to go ahead and hit the wall. Three wood. Thank you. Does he have to sneeze, though? Because he keeps going, like, and he's like, looks like he keeps thinking he needs to, and then he doesn't. I'm pretty just going to wait for it. I'm just going to wait for this. <laughs> pretty bold he's going to tee off with a three wood. <laughs> okay, now he's... He's trying to get a sneeze out by going... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Aaron, it seems like what's happening is, I just noticed he's wearing an old-timey sleeping cap, and the top of it keeps yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, brushing up against his nose. Yeah. I see his caddy is getting out... Um, something to stick up his nose to aid with the sneeze. Is that the Zycam? It's not? Okay. And it's pretty oh, impressive. Oh, it's not Zycam. He ah. doesn't know what he's putting up his nose. It's ah. pretty impressive that he got a Cadillac on the greens today, but yes, that caddy is trying to help out wherever it can. He's just putting uh. a pine cone up uh. his nose, and it seems to have... <laughs> oh, the whole crowd went, oh. And of course his... Um, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Oh. Uh, Looks like he's trying to problem solve. Right, he'll figure it out. He's a it's pro. Not coming. He's not the best there is. And of okay. course, by Will pro, he be able to... by pro, he is a programmer by by uh, occupation. Will he be able to pull this out at the last second? Let's see. Last chance to sneeze and. Is there a judge? Can I just forfeit? Can I? <laughs> oh, can you call? Can forfeiting. you call a judge? Can Can you call a judge Wait. over here so I can forfeit in person? Wait, look. Okay. <gasps> no, nothing. Oh. Damn. Okay, and he's taking out his putter. This is a sad, sad day for golf okay. and for humanity mm. in general. Yeah? I don't know. I don't know about maybe. <gasps> oh. oh, we got it. Oh, we got it. And the sneeze maybe. hit the ball. And the, oh, that looks like a 360 inch <laughs> hit. That ball's going nowhere. He won. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> Aaron. That I love you. That's the biggest no I've ever I love you. you I, a three I love wood the, for a 360-inch try. <laughs> I love the incompetent man, and I'm like, it, his putt went nowhere. Uh, and then just the positivity of, he won. <laughs> 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 You're great. Um, Let's do another one. Please, sir, may I have another? Christina is inspecting a cargo ship. She notices several pl- uh, problematic holes in the vessel's hull. Real quick, but, is mm-hmm. a cargo ship just like a normal ship but with more pockets? Uh huh. <laughs> Good stuff. For your for your like cell phone and your keys and stuff. Yeah, they a bag used to of be snacks. Yeah, wallet. Ariel Postel used to sell a ton of cargo ships, but now they're mm-hmm. out of fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christina is inspecting a cargo ship. She notices several problematic holes in the vessel's hull, but doesn't make note of them or tell anyone about it. Although other inspectors surround her, none of them speak during the entire process. Where is the ship located, and why aren't the inspectors speaking to each other? It's a relationship. <laughs> and the inspectors are the people who are feeling self-conscious about mm-hmm. their decision to enter the relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rather uh, keep your mouth shut and have people assume you're an idiot than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Doesn't make any sense why you would say that to me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's a complete non sequitur. I uh, just, you know, just some advice I've given you several sure. times. Sure, sure. JPC's now crying. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> any thoughts about this ship with holes in it? It's hard to it's hard to say holes and then hull. It's oh yeah, because ships have a hull. So Oof. she's inspecting a cargo ship. She notices several holes in the vessel. She doesn't make any note about them. Um, and nobody... They're for cannons. They're supposed to have <laughs> holes. Honestly, a great answer, but it is incorrect in this instance. 
Okay, we'll change it. These are holes okay. that Hold should on, be on a, a ship. Are they like um, uh, like what is it? Maybe is this like a steamship that has like chimneys in it? Um. Okay. So you think Santa um goes into steamships? If I want to see a boys, scene. If little boys and girls live on ships. <laughs> okay. I. You two are two pirates. Um, and it's Christmas Eve, and you two are sort of hoping that Santa makes an appearance that night. Hey, uh, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Doug Drabeck. Um, just a couple of pirates hanging out. Uh, An yeah. adult? Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> for all my MLB heads up. Yar. I'm very much looking forward to this season. Oh. And it's unseasonably warm in Pittsburgh, don't you think? A little bit. Yeah, I did see that Andy Van Slyke um, had, to, uh, had to go to the hospital because he passed out from sunstroke. Uh, yar, no. Wow, sunstroke, and it's December 24th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our Christmas Eve. Well, I know I've been a naughty little pirate this well, year. Well, you're the so... one that said it was unseasonably hot, so... <laughs> yes, I know, unseasonably hot. Okay. Doesn't necessarily mean sunstroke. December 25th in Pittsburgh. Wait, wait, we're at an away game and this is Miami. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that works. Would that work? Yeah, it works for me. Contextually? Hey, what's that? What's that noise? Yar, yar, sorry about me. I had a breakfast burrito. So. Oh. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <gasps> yar, what be that? Is that High Seas Santa? You know, High Seas Santa, he has a team of 12 sharks that race him around the ocean to deliver um, Someone uh, please supplies. help. They keep dragging me under the water. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah, and he can't, he can't breathe water. No, I don't know about this. Is that what that is? <laughs> I this guess is so. a thing? Yeah, you've never heard of High Seas Santa? Yeah. I'll give you whatever gift you want. Just save me. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Just about High Seas Santa. And I also want to mention, Bobby, uh, not to be confused with High Sea Santa. Which is the Kool Aid Man, correct? He <laughs> well, no. it says, no. Ho, ho. <laughs> ho, yeah. Scene. <laughs> now I want to see the Kool Aid Man with the Santa hat and say, ho, yeah. Ho, there, yeah. That has we'll to, make that Christmas card and we'll sell it around. He bursts through the chimney. That has to exist. That has to exist. <laughs> he just bursts through your fireplace and ruins your wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kids start screaming. There's dust all over their real Christmas presents. You hear, you hear like sleigh bells on the roof, and then you hear like something land, and then you hear something come down of the chimney, and then you just hear breaking glass, <laughs> just <laughs> liquid. <laughs> oh god! Right out of the chimney. Oh. What do you leave out for uh, Kool Aid Santa? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Entourage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. What is the Kool-Aid Man's favorite TV show? Oh, yeah. The worst. Oh, yeah. Honestly, the worst intro in the history of TV. There's it's never the been worst a. worst TV in the history of TV. Oh, it's, yeah. It's garbage. Uh, I love their, so like, uh, it, it feels like there was, like, 30 seconds away from going live on HBO, and they're like, fuck, we need an intro song. And someone's like, oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Wait, slow that down. I watched the Entourage movie in theaters. I was so excited. I went with a group of people. Oh my god, that's wow. amazing. Were you in high school? I it was in Chicago. I, I it was in. We went to the Webster when it came out. So I, I, I definitely remember it. Colin Dahlgren, uh, or I think organized it. It was it was fun. It was an event. The Colin bad Dahlgren, guy, the the bad guy from Rocky Four. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm a huge Colin Dahlgren fan. Amazing guy, artist. Look him up. Oh yeah, he's great. Um, the bad guy. 
in that movie is the what's the kid from Sixth Sense? Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, but the wild part about Entourage as a, a show is that they'll have celebrities playing themselves on Entourage, and then they'll have other celebrities playing like characters on Entourage. So like Scott Kahn, I think, is a bit player in Entourage at one point. He's got like an arc. And the whole time, like, they, I really want them to, like, reference Scott Kahn, the actor, to be like, yeah, I was just at a party with Scott Kahn, but not the one who is the actor <laughs> playing Scott Kahn. Well, they do that on, it's like, meta. Curb as well. I, I know. It's it, any show where they bring in, like, real people and then also the actors, they need more meta jokes. I need, I need those meta jokes. If yeah. I ever have a TV show where that happens and people come in and, like, some people play themselves and some Aaron, people play characters. when you have a TV show. When I have a TV show like that, um, I'm going to have you both in, but you're going to be playing each other. <laughs> and so, and uh, audience members will still not give a shit. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, about oh, us, yeah, they're about the same. Us. The, the thing about that is I, I watched Entourage. I watched all of Entourage. And there's like a Harvey Weinstein character on Art Entourage who's named something different. And when Harvey Weinstein was getting arrested, he I was seeing his picture for the first time. I've, I'd heard him. I'd never seen his picture. And I saw his picture, saw that it wasn't that guy who played the Harvey Weinstein character on Entourage and immediately got so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God. I thought that that guy on Entourage was Harvey Weinstein. That poor actor. I, I know. I know. Like, to vaguely look like him is just such an awful thing. There's a and- very funny running gag on the new season of Curb where women keep coming up to Jeff Garland and going, pig, and, like, throwing water in his face. Oh, and he's like, I'm Jeff not Garland. him because <laughs> he does look just like him. He kind of does, yeah. And that's a good meta joke. Um, sorry, sorry to circle back just a moment before we continue with this riddle. Do y'all remember... Uh, around Christmas time, the Cocoa Pebbles commercials. No. I still to For this Christmas? to this day, I still wake up like once a week, and in my head, I just have running ho ho ho. I'm ha ha hungry. Do you remember that? It's like Barney no. dresses up like Santa to try and steal Fred's Cocoa Pebbles. I have baby bottle pops, baby <laughs> bottle pops in a running loop in my head at any given moment. <laughs> my buddy, my buddy. Um, I remember the Cocoa Krispies was, my name is Coco and I swing from the trees because everybody wants my Cocoa Krispies. That, and Coco's the that monkey. That was never a thing. Oh, also, if you're from Massachusetts, you know that you have the Foxwoods uh, casino theme stuck in your head at all times. So Can we hear a little snippet? Yeah, how does it go? Uh, take a chance, make it happen, pop the cork, fingers snapping, spin the wheel, round and round we go. Life is good, life is sweet. Grab yourself a front row seat. And then keeps going a little bit. I'll that- do the end. Let's meet and have a ball. Let's live, yeah, let's live for the wonder of it all. Meet me at Foxwoods. Foxwoods. It's a terrible place. That honestly sounds like the best Dean Martin song I've ever heard. Someone's like nephew or cousin fucking made that song. And they were just like, <laughs> I don't know, 50 bucks. <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's great. Um, okay, well, finish this Finish this jingle for me. Uh, five, eight, eight, two, three hundred. Coca-Cola. My butt. <laughs> Aaron, got the, Aaron got the, uh, the melody right, Empire. but it's not for Today. your butt. It's for the TV show Empire. Yes, for it's for the TV show Empire. Seven cars for kids. Eight. Save big money at Menards. Menards. (laughs) Bob Rorman. Um. So where do we think, where do we think this ship is located, and why aren't the inspectors 
or Christina speaking to each other? I don't know. If we forgot, there's holes in the boat. She notices the holes. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't make note of them. They're supposed to be there. They're supposed to be there. The other inspectors don't seem to care that she's not um, making note of them or speaking up. Is this a boat, a shipping container that is shipping paperback copies of Lewis Sacker's holes? I love that answer. (laughs) I love that answer. Dig it up. Uh um, Dig it. (laughs) Nope, they're shipping Lewis Sacker's Wayside Story. Oh, okay. Or Maniac McGee. Stanley Yelnats. I hate Maniac McGee. Come at me. I'll fight you. I'm a it's one maniac, of my, the, my least favorite book. Maniac McGee. Hey, Maniac McGee, if you're out there, please do not come at me. I've heard about you, and you are nutso, and you will damage me. Wishbones in hell, and I hate Maniac McGee. Um, do we want any hints? Do we want, what do we want here? Give, give me a hint. I, I want the so, answer. Ooh. No, so these holes are supposed to be on this ship, right? Well, I wouldn't say they're supposed to be on the ship, but it's not mm. surprised. Nobody's surprised that they're there at the moment, currently. Are these removable Jeez. holes? Is <laughs> Hold this... on. Hold on. Dead stop. Dead stop. Aaron, what would you say? Cheese. Swiss cheese is on the boat. Okay, explain yourself. There's a lot of Swiss cheese on this boat. <laughs> and it's got holes in it, my but... man. <laughs> Um, Are these removable holes? Is this cargo? Is it to do with the cargo that's on the ship? Let's give some hints here. Yes. Um, Christina can enter the sh- Christina enters the ship without using a ramp or opening any doors. Throughout the inspection, Christina's feet don't even touch the ground. Even though Christina finds rooms filled with water, she's not alarmed. Oh, is she the- by inspector? Is she a uh, diver? That is, is correct. Diving underneath, and it's a flooded ship, and there's holes in the ship because it's been uh, fish have gotten in there, and they live in Smart. there. Smart. Christina and her colleagues are inspecting a ship that sunk to the ocean floor. Their dip, uh, their dip, their deep sea diving equipment prevents them from talking. So, Adel and Aaron, I would like to see a scene. Uh, you are going to be playing two mer people. Um, and there's a, a ship uh, wreck at the bottom of the sea. Um, you're going to move into it, but you have no conception of like human society or where this thing came from. You just think it's this thing that you're now going to live in. <gasps> Gladys. Yes? Gladys, come over here. Swim over here. Uh, I, how, uh, is there any other way? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> Can I ask you, yes. as, a, as a pregnant woman, aren't you sick of swimming? As a pregnant woman? Isn't that what they say? Pregnant, pregnant women. Woman. Sick of swimming, ready to run. I don't need you to tell me how pregnant women feel. I'm a pregnant mer woman, and I'm thriving. Oh, that's Can great. Can I say something about this house that we just moved into? Of course, Gladys. Doesn't it sort of feel like alien and scary and maybe a little bit cursed? <sighs> it is a little troubling. I've never seen this... Um, these substances before. I think what what we ended up calling metal, that's the word we gave it, metal. I've never seen anything like it. It's, mm-hmm. it's like rock. You sort of guessed right. It's like, well, we don't know. It's like rock, but it's <laughs> shiny and stronger than rock. Mmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And look over here. What's this? Wait, is this a... It's a photo... Is it a photograph? What is this? What is <laughs> Whatchamacallit? What is Let's this? Let's say... Well, let's call it a thingamabob. What's that word again? We'll, we'll say it thingamabob. Okay, this is a thingamabob. Uh-huh. Oh, and Is it a spoon? There's 19 more of these photograph thingamabobs. That makes 20. 
We just don't know what any of this is. <laughs> hey, are you? Yes. Hey, real quick, are you are you fucking that prince? Ooh, ooh. I just noticed a lot of times I wake up in the at like four a.m. and you're not um, you're not in the seashell with me, and then I'll oh. see on the beach there's uh, tail marks that lead to the castle. <laughs> Are you implying that I, like, waddle my way up to the castle every evening to make love to a prince? I mean, I guess that's what I'm asking. You're implying that I make my way all the way up the beach and have sex with the most handsome... Well, no. Prince Naveen sort of surpassed him later. Prince Eric, for a while, I'd say was the most handsome. There's a few people who have... um, are definitely hotter. So you know his name. We cut to the mermaid and the prince. Thank you so much for uh, waddling up here. Uh, Oh, I'm exhausted. Oh, God. Oh, God, can Uh, I have some water? Oh, my God, thank you. Here's here's some water. (laughs) Oh, God, I got sick all down my front. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, Have a sip I need a new seashell, bro. No, yeah, we'll get you. We we'll get you whatever you want. You can have clothes and a new seashell bra. Can you get and, like a wheelbarrow next time? I'm so tired. It's exhausting. I yeah. You want I we could have one of the servants <laughs> what um carry you up. Ugh, I'm sick. Hey, uh, uh, I I'm so sorry to do this. I know that you're sick and you waddle all the way up here. It feels like maybe my piano lesson's not going to happen tonight. If that's scene. fine. <laughs> Aaron, I laughed so hard my contact came loose. I love I love the idea of. Ariel going on land and it just being like, oh no, oh no, I need to, I need water, and then just barfing all over her chest. <laughs> That's my version of Little Mermaid. Very funny. Um, let's just do a couple more. We'll do some shorter riddles here, and uh, and Make then we'll call it there. Hey. My brain broke in that oh. scene for a second. I have like quarantine mashed potato brain, and sometimes when I try to do improv, it won't come out. That was that was my fault. I never should have given you a premise that uh, I intended you to do. I, I gotta say I am a hundred percent surprised that when you said uh, we see we see the mer woman with uh, Prince that you weren't like chup chup <laughs> little recovery. <laughs> um, here we go. Yes. What number do you get when you multiply all the numbers on a telephone's number pad? Some math for y'all. I know it. What little number do you get Kermit. when you multiply all of the numbers on a telephone's Number of that would be funny if that was that. You get an error message because you cannot multiply that little pound sign. <laughs> uh, you get a zero because anything times zero is zero. Nothing Oops. plus nothing makes nothing. nothing you gotta have something if you want to use the phone. AT and T. Oh man, that should I, be. That, that was so joyous. Instead of the do do do, we're sorry. It should be do 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 from nothing from nothing. GPC, GPC, you are exactly right. The answer is zero. Any number multiplied by zero is Zorro. I think I Aaron cued into something that is a very good idea, and I think that what we should spend the next year of our lives doing is rewriting all error messages or like wrong number anything that people like hit an error that kind of frustrates you and we should rework them to be little parody jingles based on famous songs like hey now number's wrong try the phone number once again yeah just hey riddle riddle would like to take over all error messages <laughs> any kind for any company any website anything ever we would like to be the ones uh, to take it over uh-huh. thank you so much the numbers wrong. All right. Doom, 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 doom. 
Everybody. <laughs> um, Try that number one more time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do another one here. What do the uh, Speaking of numbers, what do the numbers 11, 69, and 88 all have in common? 11? Say them again. What do the numbers 11, 69, and 88 all have in common? Are they like mirror images flipped and reversed? They're all things that Clang the Clown did to your mom. It's your no, It's your shimmer-nimmer-fran-yam. <laughs> What's that, Missy Elliott? It's your shimmer-nimmer-fran-yam. <laughs> got I a wrong number, got to dial it to find I, I, out <laughs> how wrong you got to file it. I know you're all used to this, listeners, uh, but I often don't do this with Sean that often where I get the words wrong to a song, but I've been doing that with my humps lately, and it's been making us laugh really hard. <laughs> I try to be your dance and say you want to dance and always sitting next to me and always up and licking me, finding me my um, um, licking and made um. I like that you make Furry sound like an aunt who's seeing a newborn baby. <laughs> She's not? <laughs> That's what I assumed. Oh, who's this little cutie? In your pajamas. You're wearing pajamas. Yes, you are. Um, how about the numbers 11, 69, and 88? Give it a little thought. And what do they all have in common? Uh... All these numbers have in common, no doubt about it. Uh, boy, oh boy, it's not. They don't add up to each other. They're not. They have two e's in them. They have what? E's. Uh, okay. The letter e. Okay. Eleven, sixty-nine, and eighty-eight. I guess so. Yeah. They. I mean, that's well, something. Doesn't have two. Uh, right? Oh, it has an e. Oh, an e. So it has cable. We know drama. What do the numbers 11, 69, and 88 all have in common? I'll give you a little hint. Don't think about the um, spelling. Just imagine the actual numbers in your mind's eye. 11, 69, and 88. Are we saying 11 is just like, uh, are they ones with any flair or are they just up and down? You flip them over, it's the same. Aaron, you got it right. While JPC was grasping at straws, they read the same... Right up. Wait, Adel, wait for him to get a straw. Okay. JPC, did you get a straw? Uh, Keep drinking? These are all um, non-biodegradable the kind. I only do the steel <laughs> straws that you can rewash. I'm sipping up my drink in a crazy straw. <laughs> <Down and out>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron, you're correct. They read the same right side up and upside down and backwards. For flip it and reverse it. That's exactly what I said at the beginning. I said that they were mirror mm-hmm. images of each other, but okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do one more. How can you place a pencil on the floor so that no one can jump over it? Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack can't jump over this mechanical bit. How can you place a pencil on the floor so that no one can jump over it? This is something, this is an actual thing that we did in our grade school where we would bet people, I bet you can't jump over this pencil if I put it on the floor, and then we would get like a quarter. And your grade school was one room, and it was 1901, and you were saving uh, for the war. Private Ryan? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I took that I took that quarter, and of course at the time that was worth uh, $300,000, and you I invested write, it in Google. You wrote, you write, don't jump on the floor with the pencil. Okay. Oh. Aaron, 
That's still oh, yeah. answer. Oh, you put it up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Aaron, so you can't jump over it. Bingo, bango, ha ta ta. You put it next to a wall and nobody can jump over it. Unless you're the Kool Aid Man, the verse the fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we owe him a dollar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will never not be funny to me. We have to do, we have to somehow make a comic book or something that's, uh, that's uh, Kool Aid Man Santa. What's his? He's got to be like Kool Aid Kringle or something. There's got to be a better name than Kool Aid Man Santa. Um, I, I will say that the one thing, the one thing that we shouldn't ever do is Google this because it exists. Like everything, like Aww. every every joke that I would uh, uh, tweet, I always like go into Twitter and I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna see who else has done it. And it's like a million people who all have one like have did. That. And I'm like, okay, great. So that, that idea is not maybe the best. Do we do we think that someone's already done? High Seas Santa, where Santa has a sleigh of sharks, and the the lead shark is has red blood all over his uh, uh, muzzle. No, yes. what do you call a shark's mouth? <laughs> Snoot. A mouth. Uh, yeah, mouth. Oh, okay. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Aaron, since you answered that correctly for me, thank you so much. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, follow my Instagram, Aaron Keefe Ten. I will be posting some comedy stuff over there. Hopefully, a lot more stuff soon. I don't know. I've been pretty busy. Audition season happened, starting to mm. happen again, so I'm a little bit busy, but I will post more stuff over there soon. JPC, anything to plug? Uh, just go to twitch.com and uh, throw a little backslash in there and then put in the words Shark Barkman. And then, you know, subscribe to Twitch and watch me play video games. A lot of fun happening over there. Addle, anything to plug? Um, I've been doing a lot of guest spots on podcasts so i want to plug those so here's a list of podcasts where you can check me out guesting and also check out even when i'm not guesting please um those would be time machine talk show riverdale high av club where uh, i had to watch the whole season first season of riverdale which we started and now i finished um the other podcasts are break room at the cineplex the weekly cooldown podcast bit storm podcast smallwood sessions Spew, which stands for Spectrum People Enjoying Wizardry. Um, the podcast Chain of Being, where I did a brief audio guest spot. It's a scripted uh, sort of sci-fi show. Review Review, which we I think we've plugged before, but all three of us were on that. Um, the Unsociablists. And then also, I'm not sure when this will come out, probably later this year, but I was on a podcast called Welcome to Hell, which is uh, put on by the Rooster Teeth folks. So check all those out, please. Aaron, what percentage of these do you think are real and what percentage of these are joke podcasts? Because it's always like a, a list of like nine podcasts. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I forgot a few more here. Don't okay. forget to check out uh, Baloney Roof. Um, what else? Dibs. Uh, dibs on Baloney Roof. <laughs> nope. It's, take it as a joke. It's mine. Don't. 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 I'm doing a very serious, very sad podcast about death called Baloney Roof. <laughs> and Aaron, uh, I I love your idea for Baloney Roof. You did say that you had a very kind of a very heavy, uh, very kind of mm, I, w- I don't want to say it like this, but out of this world concept for episode one of Baloney Roof, and that was uh, Jupiter. Jupiter. Bye forever. Created by Adel Refai. Starring Aaron Keenan and John Patrick Cohen. Casey Tony did the editing.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>